Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if uh Brupolo was in Brooklyn. That would be a little weird. That's right. Probably not anywhere close to New York. No. Brooklyn does work though. Yeah. It does work. Could deal with that. You know where it is? <laughs> I do not. Is it Brooklyn like Brooklyn, New York? Is it spelled the same spelled way? The exact same it- way, yes. I don't believe I know where that is. It is in Forest County on 49, or just off of 49, south of Hattiesburg. Around Hattiesburg. Yeah, south of McLaurin and just south of Curry. Okay. I I know where that is. You know that that area. There you go. Yes. Wherever you are in our great state, every each and every morning, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee. Just go to Strange Brew Coffee House and order it. And don't forget, when you support Strange Brew Coffee House, you are supporting a Bulldog Initiative business. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. It's there. They have the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi, by far. For for yourself, for your car, for your tailgate, for your home, whatever it is, Mississippi State, they've got it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can only shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. Not open on Mondays, though. I found I, I thought they might have been. I was going to take the, my daughters out for lunch today. It was their last day before school. Still, school starts for them today, as you're listening. And Tyler was closed. I was like, take it. I, I wanted to go. There. I know. It's always tough on Mondays whenever Mondays Tyler's is closed. They're closed. I think uh, two brothers, brothers is closed. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's tough. Yeah. So. I mean, that's you my have to make it through a Monday, man. My top I mean, two it, choices, and they're closed on, on Monday. I'm like, oh, well. Never get lunch on Monday is the uh, the lesson we've learned here. It makes it so worth it, though, when you go on Tuesday. When you go on Tuesday, exactly. So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. So it's, tomorrow is my first day of, you know, no kids in the house since, you know, early June. So looking forward oh, to Oh, yeah. So uh, start will start back tomorrow, huh? Yeah, yeah. Did I, did I tell you that I got I got screwed in this deal though? Have I told you about this? You're the one that has to take him to school. No, no, that's what I'm gonna tell you. So Aislinn has her driver's license now, right? And I'm like, okay, I don't have to go anymore. 
And then Aislinn got senior privilege because her grades were good enough. So her first class isn't until like nine. But Emily's first class, she has to be there by eight. So I have to. So you, I have to. You were Emily. so excited. Finally, I was. I was, I was like, I'm out. Drive. Nope. Yep. I still got to take Emily. So, but what is that like? One more year? No. Well, no. Emily is only 14, so it's two more years. Which will have her permit next year, though, right? Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, but she's somebody still has to be in the car. I, you know, I'm not gonna let her. Are the the rules are still the same. I thought there was like a some so like, kind of like uh, the, the biggest difference now is there's no driving test. Oh, like really? Yeah, you, you're basically. I can go up there, or you know, the parent can go up there and be like, "I've driven enough with them; they're good." So oh, that's kind of scary. You don't have to take the lap. Or, well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't send my kid up there. Now that's just me, though. Some parents might be like, "Hey, you're 16. Go tell them." I said, "Yeah, sure." I know some parents that would do that. Yeah. So I was All driving. I tell to, you, I was driving to school when I was 14. As the statute of limitations, you, 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 you're good. You're good. But that being said, I was like a mile away, and my dad was like, "Yeah, you're you're fine." Big Daddy just encouraging you to break the law. That's a man of the cloth. Come on now. (laughs) We say all that to tell you that the lunch is delicious at Restaurant Tyler, and I'll probably be eating there this week. Uh, Sixteen priority one bank locations in Central Mississippi ready to serve you guys. Banking locally is just as important as eating locally, shopping locally, everything else we tell you. If you're going to talk to somebody about a loan, do you want to talk to somebody from a corporation that you've never met and they don't know you? Or do you want to talk to your friends from church, from from you know people you eat lunch with, people whose kids go to school with yours? I mean, it, it seems like a pretty easy decision to make. And so make it with Priority One Bank. If you live in central Mississippi, there's a location near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. we got an SEC preview to do a little later in the show, uh, but we are going to start at the quarterback position here today. So this is where I am, and I'm trying to figure things out with Will Rogers, and and I, I can't. I can't. I, I, don't, I don't have a good grasp on what people think of him at this point. I thought I did earlier in the year because I talked to some folks, and they were all like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he, we love Will Rogers. Will Rogers was voted third team. All SEC by the uh, by the media, and I thought that might have been the biggest show of respect that State got uh, at this at this at that event. You know, Jefferson or Daniels was one, Jefferson was two, and then tied with Joe Milton, which is kind of interesting, right? Because Rogers is probably the most proven and the most experienced quarterback, and then Milton is the is the potential guy. So it's it's kind of interesting, a little fun coincidence there. That, but you know, ahead of Dart ahead of Rattler, all those guys. So I'm thinking, okay, yeah, maybe Rodgers is getting a little respect. But then today I see this. Andy Staples, newly of on three, and Jesse Simonton, who is also a college football columnist for on three. They did a quarterback draft on the Andy Staples podcast. And here, here's what we see. 20 quarterbacks picked between these two guys. And not one of them is Will Rogers. In the SEC alone, Jefferson, Milton, Beck, Daniels, all off the board. Beck is the guy that I, I'm. I'm. I get it. He will put up big numbers by default. I get it. Here's here, let me just read through through the list here. So, and these are one through ten. I'll give you Jesse's team first. He went with Caleb Williams. Jordan Travis, Michael Penix Jr., Quinn Ewers, Kyle McCord, who, if you don't know, that's going to be he's going to be the starter at Ohio State. 
J.J. McCarthy, Michael Pratt, K.J. Jefferson, Drew Allar, who's going to be the starter at Penn State, and Devin Leary. So I'm sorry, five SEC quarterbacks. Devin Leary made this list. Andy went with Drake May, Joe Milton, Bo Nix, Carson Beck, Jaden Daniels, Sam Hartman, Cade Klubnick, Austin Reed, who is the starter at Western uh, Kentucky. That's an air raid school. He'll put up huge numbers. Dylan Gabriel, who I was really not that impressed with last year. At all. And Tanner Mordecai, who is now the starting quarterback at Wisconsin. So he'll be in Phil Longo's offense. You should expect some big numbers out of him. I find it hard to believe that I can't get Will Rogers in the top 20, though. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, you, you could sell me on outside the top 10 because, you know, there's some guys that have some uh, much higher ceilings than he does. And they have guys that are going to run. I mean, yeah, got they got the tools. To rushing yards. You know, Will, Will has not proven that. He's not proven that he can be a runner. And to this date, to in fairness to these people that have concerns about him, he's played in an offense that delivers high numbers with just about everybody that's in it. But you can't tell me that the guy that's about to break the SEC record for passing yards, completions, I guess touchdowns, attempts, all that, is not a top 20 quarterback nationally. You just can't sell me on that. And it's probably one of those things where he's just not a flashy guy and they just kind of forgot him. And, you know, I could see that. He's not a guy that's going to wow you with anything that he does other than the fact that he just manages a ball game really well. Mm-hmm. If you look at his numbers, he's had almost as impressive a career through three years as any co- any quarterback that Mike Leach has coached. Right. He's top five among quarterbacks that Mike Leach has coached in completion percentage, yards, uh, completions, you know, starts, all that. He is – he's going to end as one of Mike Leach's best quarterbacks up there with Graham Harrell and, and guys like that. But I just think that there's – I think people just kind of lose him in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, it's it's hard to know, is he overrated or underrated? And and now we have the same thing about Mississippi State. There's people saying that they're going to tumble from last from where they were last year. Like, now so are they – yesterday. Are they a good program or are they bad? I right. don't understand. Like, we, we see them get voted last in the SEC every year. They're voted last in the SEC West again this year – and we're told that they're going to tumble. How, how can you tumble from being picked last every year? I don't understand. But that's that's kind of that that's kind of what you get with Mississippi State. You'll have people talk about how they're this is a dark horse program and all this stuff, and then you'll have people talk about how they're the bottom feeders. So it's it's hard well, to really know where they stand. And you look at at you know what Mississippi State returns. It's difficult to take people seriously when they talk about a tumble. When you return your leading your passer, your quarterback, you return your your leading rusher, you return four starters on the offensive line, you return two of the best return men and and explosive players in the country. Defensively, you return the, the leadership you do. Yeah, they they've got holes in the secondary. Everybody in the country has holes outside of Georgia. Everybody yeah. in the country has somebody, and even Georgia, you can say, well, I don't know about their quarterback, but everybody in the country has issues. So are, are, are states' issues that much greater than everybody else's that we have to say that this team that won nine games last year and went to finish in the top twenty is now a five six win team? That I, I, I don't. Here, I don't here's I what, be, here's I can't what, be told. I can't be sold on that. 
And I, I, I hate to get back on this. I know you're want to talk about Will Rogers, but well, we'll stay with it for a minute. But, but last year and the year before and the year before that, it was all about how Mike Leach's air raid could not work in the SEC. Right. It was a gimmick offense. SEC defenses can easily game plan for it. Mississippi State's going to be a six to seven win team just about every year at best. And now we're saying that because Mike Leach is no longer here and they're moving away from the air raid, this is a right. worse team. So that proves to me that people are going to have this Mississippi State's going to have this stigma and people are going to have this idea about Mississippi State no matter what. They were like this with Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen needs to move on. He's hit his ceiling here. And then he went and then he became the a coach that it was coaching the number one team in the country. And he had a guy that was in the top 10 for Heisman. So it's always a, there's always something about, about Mississippi state. There's always a reason why they can't succeed. And I feel like that's, that's always been the case with Will Rogers too. It's always, you know, his arm isn't quite strong enough. Yeah. He's, he has a high completion percentage, but it's, he's in the air raid. Everybody has a high completion percentage, which isn't true. He's the highest percentage that of any quarterback that Mike Leach has ever coached. So it's it's always going to be that that thing. And I think that's why Will Rogers is a perfect fit for Mississippi State because he was ranked like 20th or something in the state out of high school. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be the all-time leading passer in Mississippi State in SEC history. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even considered a top – I can't remember exactly who it was. He wasn't a top 15 player in the state. I and that's kind of – that, that's kind of where that's kind of where he's been this whole time. I think that's why he's really grown into the the personification of Mississippi State, and I think he likes that. I think he likes being the underdog. Yeah, Will Rogers coming out of high school was the number nineteen player in the state according to twenty four seven Sports. Let's go back and look at that class real quick. McKinley Jackson was the top rated player in that class. It was the class of twenty twenty. Emmanuel Forbes, who is a first-round pick, you can certainly his he lived up to his recruiting hype. Uh, JJ Pegues has not really done much at Auburn or Ole Miss. Josiah and Hayden still was given like a five-star ranking. Yeah. You, that, that always irks you. It really uh, does. I just... Josiah Hayes has been a solid player for Kentucky up there. Tulu Griffin was fifth. I think this will be his breakout year. Uh, Jacobian Brown has done nothing at Ole Miss. Yeah, Ray Benson transferred from Oregon to Florida State. He's one of the best running backs in the nation. Good player. Alex Adams transferred out of LSU, never did anything there. Eli Acker has been a good starter for Ole Miss. Dylan Johnson, two solid years at Mississippi State, and then now he's moved on to Washington. Uh, he was he was underrated, yeah. even in that class to me. Janari Dean has retired from football. Um, Kentrell Bullock hasn't done anything that I'm aware of. I don't know if it is Xavier Hill starting for LSU. I don't think he is. No. Okay. Uh, Caleb, he was at one point, and then I think he got, I think somebody passed him. Imagine that a three star kid who went to LSU got passed. I can't imagine. <laughs> uh, Caleb Offert went to Notre Dame, and I, I, I mean, we may have to ask Tyler Horka about him, but I don't know, I don't know about, that about that kid. That was always a weird one. Yeah. We never really talked about him that much, and then he went to yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, at a cornerback, too. You thought State might have been on him. Uh, Jimmy Holiday hasn't done anything at uh, Tennessee. I don't know if he's still there or not. Javon Banks mm-hmm. transferred from State. Jaden Wally's the 17th-rated player, and he's had a, a very good career. Javorius Selman lasted one year at State, then transferred out. And then you have Will Rogers. 
who, you know, on a, I mean, if you re-rank this class, I think you go Forbes one, Rogers two, right? Maybe Benson two, and then Rogers three. And I think you can make a very serious case that Emmanuel Forbes is the best player in that class. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think McKinley Jackson is going to be a first-round pick. He might, but I don't think he'll be as high. Paul Jones, I'll give Paul credit for that. People called him a homer Mm -hmm. for saying that. And he said from the start he thought Junior was the best player in that class. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you have to – I mean, Will's got to be top three. I I don't care about – I'm looking through the intangibles or whatever to see if there's anybody that's like, dude. He was 29th on our on our site. He was 29th in this class. Yeah, just a major miss. I, I get it. You know there there was you know he's he's obviously got from a you know he's not a fast quarterback. He can't run, but the dude as a true freshman was starting in the SEC. Yeah, like five games in. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of the thing, man. I mean, he's been he he's been overlooked and um, counted out the whole time. Mm-hmm. But he, put, I mean, you got to give him credit. He puts his head down. He works. Never been in trouble. Never had an issue with him. He's been a great leader from the start, and he's never complained about anything publicly. He's never done anything wrong. Yeah. As far as I can tell, and I think he's been a great representative for Mississippi State. Gracious. 29th. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, there's just, it's just, it's rough. It is, it's definitely rough. So, so what, you know, we talked to some people earlier in the year and we, I, we all got, I got the impression that, okay, Will, Will, Will Rogers, pretty well respected. I made, I even made the comment. I said, I feel like he gets more respect outside the MSU bubble than he does within. But then I see this, and look, Staples and Simonton, they're good guys. They they, they, they know that. I know Staples knows his stuff. I don't know much about Jesse Simonton, but I know enough about Andy Staples that he wouldn't bring no, a nobody onto his podcast who doesn't know what they're talking about. But that's yeah. just, that's, it's kind of, it may go beyond surprising into shocking to not see 20 quarterbacks taken in college football and not Will Rogers, and Will Rogers not being one of them. I understand his numbers aren't going to be the same as they were a season ago. He threw for almost 4,000 yards last year. He threw for four, almost 4,700 two years ago. That's not going to happen. But he still has a lot of opportunities to throw for good yards, become the SEC's all-time leading passer. You know he's not going to throw a ton of interceptions. It's it, it just one of those things. And, and you know, we I had the chance, obviously, to talk to Will at, uh, at SEC Media Days. Maybe I should, I'll, I'll, I'll dig up that interview, and, and we'll put it on the uh, the podcast feed in case you missed it on Sports Talk. Mississippi, but it's just it's just it's just silly to me that twenty quarterbacks and you don't put you don't put him on there. Do you think maybe it's just one of those deals where he just it was just overlooked? I mean, possibly, but I, I, I understand like the research. Yeah, I mean, it's making these lists. It's always hard. It's mm-hmm. always hard, man, because you're going to leave somebody off. It's very difficult to put together a you know, really, really accurate lists like this and not catch some ridicule from someone. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody is is left off that's, you know, that's an egregious mistake. I've made lists before. That's why I don't make them anymore because I'm always leaving somebody off. I try to do my research on that stuff. It's just a little weird. If you, if you look back at the stats from last year and you see Will Rogers is top 10 and everything, mm-hmm. 
to to look at that and still leave him off is a little strange. It's surprising. So he, he should be on there. Just another, just another uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, ah, it's another I, day. I, I feel like I, I'm playing like a fan when I talk about disrespect, but man, there are just some obvious uh, examples of that so far in these past couple of weeks. I mean, that, that's that's really the only word you can use to describe it. So, is what it yeah. is. Yeah, uh, it's it's something that you just gotta, as a state person, at this point, you just come to expect it. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State's never going to catch the headlines preseason. They're never going to be a media darling. It's a team that's always in a program. And it's not just – I mean, it's not just football. I mean, baseball is really the only place where they've gotten kind of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, most of the time, Mississippi State is thought of in a higher regard on baseball than they maybe sometimes exp- they deserve. But basketball, I think last year there was no expectations for them coming into the season. Mm-hmm. Football, same way. It's this is just what you grow to expect. Yeah. All right, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. It's still grilling season, guys. We still got five more weekends till college football. Fire up the grills and throw some meat on there. Although I, I gotta say, there was a thread on six on the, this. I don't know if you've heard of the Six Packs Peak message board. Have you heard of that message board? Those those people are, are quite mean over there. They can be. Although I will say, they there was a great thread about how much they love Sports Talk Mississippi. So appreciate that, guys. But this one guy was on there. He's like, I don't like well done beef. Do you think I could cook a brisket to medium rare and it would be good? And people were like, Yeah, you should only have to wire your jaw shut for about four months after you try to eat that. Yeah, no problem. Exactly. Like yeah, brisket not in, meant to be enjoyed medium rare. It's gonna be it's gonna be like chewing taffy. <laughs> that's gonna be like chewing concrete. That's what that's gonna be like. That's <laughs> not gonna be good. I'm just trying to picture like you cut open a brisket, it's still red in there. I would just leave. I would just walk away. Anyway, that's, yeah, that's that's one of the that's one of the uh, the meats that you got to cook. You got to cook it. It's got to be yeah. got to be well done. It's not like a steak. No, it is nothing like that. So. Hopefully you guys know that and you can enjoy some great brisket uh, in the coming weeks. But, man, just putting a steak on the grill, nothing feels better than that. So enjoy some great red meat in the last few weeks here of summer before we get into football. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Of course, you guys can still cook steaks during football season, too. I would I would certainly recommend that. Uh, we were talking about them earlier. Wish they were open on a Monday, but they're open every other day of the week, and that's a great thing over there at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District the home of smoked Southern soul food, another bulldog initiative supporting business. You definitely need to remember that when you go to spend your restaurant dollars, you want to spend it with places that are supporting the bulldogs through the bulldog initiative. And of course, the best part about it is you're eating great food. Some of the best in town. It's not just barbecue either. You know, I I love the barbecue there, but they've got a lot more. I mean, that prime rib sandwich, that's not barbecue, but it is dang good. And I would suggest you order it. Get some smoked Southern soul food the next time you're at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. How do you do that? How do you stay open that long? You take care of your customers, and you keep them coming back to you. There's the only way. You can't, you can't, you can't fake that. So when you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service on something they've sold you, you call them back and you talk to the same people who made the sale. 
that's a huge difference. That's that's what you want. That's Mississippi people taking care of one another. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. It's hot outside, although there's this like this weird little breeze happening today. Like it's just it's just enough to tease you. It's like it's not that hot. You can come outside. Don't 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 fall for it. It's really not that bad today. That's I've been it. doing some dirt work at my house, kind of trying to get the yard us. fixed. We're getting, it's not we're getting bad. A, we're getting a little bit of false fall here. Don't don't fall for it. Don't 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 be that person who's like maybe it's going to be a cool August. It's not. It will not be. So I say all that to say when you need to cool off, you need to head over to Dolce for some gelato or a milkshake. Do that today. Treat yourself. Reward yourself. You deserve it. And, of course, it's a lot more than just gelato over there. They're open for breakfast, 7.30 a.m., Tuesday through Saturday. They've got bagels. They've got breakfast sandwiches, and they got some of the best coffee in town. They're open for lunch with their great selection of artisanal grilled cheeses. they got a lot going on under one roof over there at Dolce. Check them out today. 509 University Drive, our friends at Dolce. Here's our situation, Robbie. We have five teams left. We have five weeks left, so I, somehow I, I got I got the timing right. That's great by me. Obviously, we know we do Ole Miss and State the last two weeks, right? We have three other teams left. Texas A&M, Kentucky, and, and I'm sorry, not Kentucky, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. We should be doing Texas A&M because we did Kentucky last week, but I tell you what, I'll let you pick. Do you want to go with the Aggies, or do you want to pick one of our two remaining East teams? Let's go with Vanderbilt. I always want to get Vanderbilt and Missouri out of the way as soon as possible. You say that we only got five weeks left, and we're doing well. Right you have, you never gave me the choice. I don't think on the on the East teams, or I don't remember. I ask you, you every week who we're going to pick. You are the person who picks the teams. Well, you I guess I don't. I guess I forget they exist until uh, you mention their name. I got you. All right, Vanderbilt, five and seven a year ago, close, close to getting back into a bowl game. Picked dead last this year. Uh, in the, by the way, I, I gotta I gotta tell you something. By the way. So Richard was like getting on to me for my picks, and the uh, he was like, "Are you sure that that math works out?" So I went and printed off. I got it right here. You can see I got a helmet schedule, and mm-hmm. I printed it off. So I have my Vanderbilt pick right here. We'll talk about that. But I have Florida on this thing. Is I have them three and nine. Ooh, that's what I ended wow. up. Wow, he Napier is not surviving that. No. I don't care if he has the number one class in the. Country. I ended up messing up my picks too. I should have had Ole Miss sixth because I have Arkansas and Ole Miss with the same record, but I have Arkansas beating them. Yeah. So. So you Homer. I I know right. So all right, Vanderbilt. Let's just get right into it. They have a week zero game. They will host uh, Hawaii on August the 26th. So we'll see Vanderbilt play before we see anybody else in the SEC. Uh, they went over to Hawaii last year and dominated the Rainbow Warriors. I think that happens again. They would have. They almost had like as many points in that game as they did the entire year before that. But <laughs> You're not wrong. I remember. I'll be honest with you. I thought that they had a chance to lose that game. And then they would just dominate them. So I think we we might have picked them to lose. I can't remember. I don't know if we picked week zero last year. I don't know. But I think possible. we did. Um so that's at Vandy. That's at Vandy. They were at Hawaii okay. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I would have picked them anyway, but yeah. So week one, the actual week one, they play Alabama AM, a SWAC team. So they're they're gonna be two and oh. For this huge road trip to Wake Forest. Now, this is a Wake Forest team that loses Sam Hartman. 
He's at mm-hmm. Notre Dame now. Robbie, they have a they have a chance here. I I think I'm going to have a chance. I think I'm going to take them. You going to take them? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to pull that trigger. But this is going to be a this team's getting better and better. I mean, obviously Vanderbilt thinks a lot of Clark Lee. They just extended him. And you could tell they were just light years better last year. Mm-hmm. Am I ready to say that they have a chance to be 4-0? and I don't know. I think they'll lose this game. I think they'll lose this game. But I just don't don't quite think they're going to be ready. All right, so you've got them 2-1. and one. I've got them 3-0. We'll have them four. I'll have them four and zero. You have them three and one. They'll, when they go, they travel to UNLV. Vandy is getting some great road trips these past couple of years. They've been to Hawaii and Vegas. I'm jealous. I know this is incredible. And Winston Salem, North Carolina. You love Winston Salem this time. Of great year. town. That's the heart of horseman country. We need to yeah. talk to our old friend Sarah Fetters and get on staff at Vanderbilt. We need to start making some of these uh, these trips with them. Sarah. Well, I guess they think if you have to call. watch bad sports like this all the time, you might as well get a chance to go to some nice places. I mean, you know, just, just I, I wouldn't be emotionally involved. All right. So they start the season. I'm going to say three and one. You're going to say four and up. Right. That's all. That's all their non-conference games. The rest of the way, they're playing SEC's teams. They host Kentucky. They won in Lexington a year ago, but, man, I can't see them pulling off two in a row. I'll be honest. No. I'm just going to go. I'm going to skip to the end, Robbie. I got them four and eight. <laughs> I feel bad. Oh yeah, they. It's kind of like that uh, that meme of the dude celebrating popping champagne, and he's, yeah. in, he's in like fifth place, or whatever. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's kind of. They, they start the season four and oh, He's popping champagne. And he still finishes last. I don't know, man. If they're four and oh playing Kentucky, by the way, that's a big game. As that is a big game. Because what do um, I have Kentucky? I have Kentucky I, at three and oh. I think they beat Missouri. I think they can beat Missouri. Okay. I'm so, a, so I'm going to say going into that Florida game, they're you've got them three. Was that two. four, four and four two and at that two, point? And I'd have them. Uh, three I have three. Them losing to Missouri. No, you've had them. Four I, have, and, I also have them four and two. Yeah. The Florida game is kind of what's going to define their season. It did a season ago. They won in Nashville. This one's in Gainesville, though. I have Florida winning this. This is the only conference win I have for Florida. Yeah, I think I picked that one too. Just at Florida, I can't it's imagine tough. Vandy winning that game. Yeah. And then Georgia. The bloodbath. Yeah. 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 The entire stadium's going to be red. Yeah. By week, By and week. they go to Ole Miss. I mean, the Rebels should win that. It'll be a good game, I think. Auburn going to Nashville is interesting. Yeah, I think that Hugh Freeze can probably scheme that one up. But Free Freeze had a knack for losing to Vanderbilt because when James I Franklin just don't, I don't think I, I don't think that um Jarquez Hunter is gonna play for Auburn. I don't think their quarterback situation is good. I just think by default they're not gonna be good. So that I mean this is a this is a You gonna do it? Pull the trigger? I don't. That's what it is, right? You just can't convince yourself with Vanderbilt to pull the trigger. I know, and they're going to be a better team this year. I think they'll be better this year than they were last year. Yeah, but but they may not show up in the record. I think they win this game. All right. 
I don't think Auburn's going to be very too, good. right? Yeah. Some- and I think we've already done Auburn, and I probably already picked this game, but – it don't matter. take our don't take our predictions seriously. Yeah. Take our predictions when we get into the season seriously, because we keep track <laughs> then. But right now, we're just trying to work our way through it. Right now, we are living and dying by today. At South Carolina, at Tennessee to finish, probably lost loss. So you've got them. You have them uh, five, five and seven. Yeah, I have, I have them four and eight. I just I, I I feel bad, but I feel like they're going to lose the last eight games of the season. Will the APR or whatever rankings will that will that put they push could get them to a ball at five and seven with, with with their APR? They probably could. So here's the thing, though. I feel like for the first time in a long time, there's toss up games, right? Missouri, Florida, and Auburn are toss up games for them. They could. Well, we're win. sitting here last year when we two of them at home. Last year when we did the preview, we said loss, loss, loss. Like yeah, we were like two. I, and 10. I predicted two wins. This year we've actually had to say, ah, I don't know. We have some debate. Yeah. I think this. I think there's even a debate with Ole Miss. I, they always play them tough. Last time they went to Ole Miss against that really good Ole Miss team, they gave them a good battle. They had the lead at halftime last year, and then Ole Miss yeah. started throwing the ball all over the field. So we'll see. All right, we'll do Texas A&M next week. We'll finish the East with Tennessee, and then we'll do Ole Miss and then Mississippi State to finish things up. Uh, looking ahead, by the way, just a couple of housekeeping notes. Next Friday, August the uh, the 4th, I think we said it. Yeah. One of our most popular summer topics, we do it every year, are all 22 rankings where we will take what we project as the starters and tell you who we have the most confidence in and the least confidence in all the way down. And then also the week, either that week or the week after that, I'll start putting out the uh, the feelers for this year's media poll so you can see what everybody who covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs thinks about their chances this year. Always have fun uh, with, with that as well. That baseball, I mean, news is going to have to come one way or the no- another on these two transfers in the coming days, I would think. We'll see what happens there. Uh, basketball getting ready to head to Portugal, I assume. They haven't told us when those dates are, but we'll 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 get there eventually. And a uh, whole lot more. So looking forward to it. We're only a couple days away from uh, the team reporting, too. I think that'll be like around the time, around the time. next week. Next week, I think around um, Thursday or Friday of next week, the team will report and camp will get uh, get started up. So should be fun. Yeehaw. You know it. All right. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.